Welcome back to the SC Hardback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season pod today, our second last position group. We are talking about the 5-8 position. So this one here, I wanted to break up in our time. The halves and the 5-8s I wanted to separate because I think they're pretty crucial. The fullbacks and the CTW will be the last one in the series. I'm going to combine that into one super pod uh, just because there's a bit of crossover in terms of some of the jewels and it's a big playing group to talk about. So we'll talk about that in the last one. After that, we'll take a bit of a break uh, into the new year. And then I've got every day we'll come in with a different feel, fill out a full team. So uh, put those on the social as well. So keep it posted for that. But let's get to the 5-8. So like I said in the last one, quite a few of the guys in the halfbacks we left out of there one here because it is a pretty hard group to pick from these these five eight so let's get right into it the first unders <clears throat> so the first under guy we're going to talk about is matt matty burden at 586k now matt burden to me is someone who uh is in line of a big season he's obviously got all the things he needs on that left edge he's got viliama kikau he's got uh josh out of car um depending on whoever they put at center there whether it's cherry whether it's critter whether it's connor tracy He's enough weapons on that edge. So I think Matt Burden should have a great role there, especially with a full preseason with Toby Sexton on his other half there. So it should be exciting limit. He is a jewel as well, which makes him a premier option. So he'll be very, very popular in Classic. He'll be a very high drop pick in draft as well. I think there will be guys that will jump on him. Uh, but that 586K is a bit too delicious to pass up there. So I do like Matty Burden as a very nice option heading into the season. The first guy in the on the money, when you go to the Queensland Cowboys, North Queensland Cowboys, go to Tommy Deaton at 509-2K. Bang on. I think he'd be right around that 58 to 60 average this year. Got the ability to go big on some weeks, has the ability to go low on some weeks. Uh, he'll finish right around that 60 mark. And I think he's a good option. Now, no jewel, uh, so he's a 5'8 only. Someone who I think will be a pretty high commodity in a draft league, just in terms of potentially the fifth 5'8 uh, off the board. And in classic, again, there'll be origin time where it's like, okay, um, you know, maybe Burden or Brooks is out with injury or suspension or poor form. Uh, you know, Munster's playing origin. Cody Walker might be playing origin. Uh, Dylan Brown are playing well. So I think to Tom Deaton, there will be a path to get in a lot of uh, classic leagues. You know, he'll be one of those pods throughout the season we always talk about. But uh, right now, it's a bit of a pod option to go. Tommy Deaton at 600K considering those two other guys who are jewels under that, and then go up a little bit more to get those three guns. So he's kind of in that middle ground there, but I do like Tom Dearden as an option this year, especially in draft over classic. The first overs. Uh, now, a guy we're probably not going to speak much of this offseason, but uh, have had a little bit of buzz about when Adam Dewey returns to his Tigers team and what that will look like. To me, what it will look like is he will definitely not play in the halves. I think that's pretty settled now. He's not going to play 5-8. I think he's probably going to go into the centres. And at 511k, coming off a pretty big uh, knee injury, yeah, not not about it. Uh, a good football player, Adam Dewey. Hope he gets back to his absolute best in 2025. We might have a different discussion for that draft and that classic season. But for right now, no, I don't think he's an option you can look at. So I have heard a couple of people talk about that. But for me, not going to happen. Someone of the Tigers I do think will have a good season is our next guy in the unders, and that is Jaden Sullivan at 591k, dual 5'8 halfback. To me, anyone of the Tigers, you can throw a Caesar in here as well, who's 345k. Uh, both of these guys, to me, are guys that um, it's all about the opportunity. Who's going to partner? Who's going to give them the best chance to succeed next year next to Jerome Luai? 
So that's why I've got these two kind of bundled up here. But I just think Jaden Sullivan, 391k, we've seen him have good scores in Supercoach. Uh, I just think he's had a great season. You know, he only played the 12 games last year, has had injury-affected years in the past as well. Probably can stay fit, get some runs on the ball, because I think if he does get some consistent footy, you can see a guy that can average anywhere from that 50 to 55 mark in his sleep. So that's a very nice boost on that average there. So I do like whoever... Uh, you want to go for the Tigers there. Again, very pottish in Classic, uh, but in Draft will be a must, I think, at some stage. The next guy in the on the money, uh, Braden Trindle, another jewel. This one at 439k. Similar to what we spoke about Nico Hines. He's just a vacuum. He sucks up all the points. So some people think that Braden Trindle is unders and he can beat that. I think that 45 to 48 average is exactly where he's going to sit. Uh, and yes, he's got some... He's got that jewel about him, but if you're going to go for a Sharks half, you're going for Nico Hines. If you want to go and partner him with someone else, you want to get into that line without breaking the bank, there's Will Kennedy, there's Sione Katoa, there's Sif Patelikai, there's other guys to do it. Brain Trindle, a nice draft option. I think in classic, people will start with him who don't want to buy in uh, for Nico Hines, but I think that's a mistake. I think you've got to just pay up if you want to go into that area there. The next guy in the overs is a guy I don't think it will be his fault, but I just won't have any options. And that is Cody Nicarima of the Dolphins. Now, 5'8 fullback jewel is a very nice jewel. We've seen that jewel work out plenty of times in the past. If he does start at 5'8, different opportunity, different discussion. But right now, I can't see him getting that 5'8 spot. A tick under 600k, 592k, it's a lot to ask for. Now, I think he will come off the bench. I think he'll be the utility. That price will drop, maybe even get to around that 400k mark. And then if he does get a starting spot, now look out. Now we have an opportunity to really make something work there. So I do like Cody Karima. A bit of a stash in a draft comp for me, I think is a very nice stash. But for me in classic, there's unless he's starting, there's no opportunity there. So we'll have to give him a pass there. Let's go back into the unders and let's go to the Brisbane Broncos. Let's go to Ezra Mam at 532k. To me, just a, just a great number. Uh, you saw what he can do in the grand final. Obviously, he won't do that every week, but he's got that great game-breaking ability. And again, I just think him and Reese Walsh are in for bump-up years this year. You're going to see Ezra Mam get towards that 60 this year. So getting in nice and early at 532k. Um, they've got a decent draw to start the season, so I don't mind the draw. Uh, and if you are going to partner Reese Walsh, it's not a bad little play to also go Ezra Mam as your second 5-8 slot. At 532k, you can do a lot worse than that. I just think that, like I said, he's just in for a big season. I think that running game is about to go to another level. Him and Reese just have that have that feeling about him this year. So I do like them both uh, for what they can do this year. So Ezra Mam, the next guy in the unders. All right, big three left in the, on the money. Let's go to the first one here, Cody Walker at 705K. Now, Cody Walker to me is just that 70. Um, they had a very weird season last year. Started a house on fire, finished... Obviously not making the finals. I think it's going to be a different South team. Again, a very tough draw to start the season. But if they can get through that weather, that storm, I'm just telling you, around 9 and 10, there's going to be an influx of these guys. Post-Origin 1, there'll be an influx of these guys. I can already see myself really wanting them to, obviously I want them to go good at the start of the season, but maybe a little bit of a cash drop. If we can get maybe a 650 Cody by round 8, it's time to go. So I do like that. If you can go some of these cheapies, the Tigers or the Rays will speak about in a moment, into Cody Walker, maybe a 250k bump, round 9, round 10. It's a very intriguing play, but I just think you think of that edge, 
Uh, you're going to have Jack White on that edge. You're going to have, obviously, AJ still there, Latrell, hopefully fit and healthy out the back. Yeah, I, I really like Cody Walker this year. I think he'll be a very nice option in the 5A spot if you are going to pay up into that role there. The next guy in the overs is someone from the Gold Coast Titans, and it's Jaden Campbell. Again, a 5'8", fullback duel. We do love that. But to me, similar to Cody Nikarima, if you're starting at that price, I'm all over you. You'll easily be my second 5'8 slot at that price if you're starting. I just can't see them playing Brimo out of fullback. If you're not playing uh, Jaden Campbell at fullback, I can't see you playing him at 5'8 or center. So I, I just can't see that happening. Uh, something's going to change for them. Now, this is a pretty make and break season for the Gold Coast Titans and the Jaden Campbell relationship. If he goes another full season without being in this starting 13, I think as his agent and himself, he needs to question that to say, this is a guy that should be playing in a lot of first grade teams. So be very interesting uh, to me. I know him him and Sloan kind of remind me a little bit of each other, but him at the Dragons just makes a lot of sense. Um, even if you're putting him there in the 5-8, Sloan is giving him a run down there. Um, yeah, I think Jaden Campbell's in for a big season at some stage, but it's going to take maybe an AJ Brimson injury. So definitely similar to Cody Karima, a great stash in draft. I don't mind that stash at all, but from a classic sense, until I hear that he's starting, I can't go near him, unfortunately. All right, let's get into our second last guys in the unders. Let's go to the Canberra Raiders. So two guys here to talk about, KO Weeks, fullback 5'8 at 273. And then you've obviously got Ethan Strange, 5'8 CTW at 238K. So it looks like these are the two guys in line for that 5'8 slot. Whoever it is, I think is a must at 5'8 in your 5'8 2 slot. Um, you just need to have a cheapie in one of your four uh, rotations there. And, you know, Ethan Strange, if he does play and he gets it, all of a sudden you can put him into your CTW, which I think does give him that boost over KO Weeks because you don't want to go into the fullback realm to get a, to get a cheapie and you don't want to get that. So the I think the universal uh, praise everyone would give to this uh, result here would be Ethan Strange at 5'8", Xavier Savage, or Chevy Stewart at fullback. That gives you two cheapies in your CTW you can roll with. Uh, but I, th I like either of them, whoever it is. KO Week show showed moments last year at the Canberra Raiders, so I don't want to dis disparage him there. Ethan Strange, a bit of an unknown. We don't know what we're going to get there. So either way, I think whoever gets that role, you'll be putting him in there somewhere, whether it's Weeks as your second 5'8", or Strange as one of your backup uh, CTWs there. So there is an option to get some value there. Next guy in the on the money, Cam Munster at 728k. Cam Munster, average between 69 and 73, is a must every year. He's priced at that again. He'll get that this year. Played 19 games last year. Obviously, has get does get a bit of rest in him due to origin. Look, he could turn into a great pod this year. I'm hearing enough people know I'm one of them who's a little bit down in this year. If you think that Cam Munster can have a bit of a bounce back year, it's a great time to pod. My only concern, again, it's a tough draw to start the season. So that's why Cam Munster and Cody Walker for me, it's a little bit hard to start with them because that draw is tough. But they are two guys that have shown in the past they can be matchup proof when they're in form. And there's a lot to offer about them. That uh, Cam Munster side, obviously, you've got Xavier Coates. You've got potentially Justin Olam in that center spot and obviously Trent Liera. So 
not like the heydays of when Melbourne Storm were clicking and Cam Munster was firing, but still enough. And especially if Ryan Pappenhausen is now at the back of that, uh, that could obviously work in his favour as well. So I do like um, that option for Cam Munster, but again, it's a bit hard to start with him. In a draft comp, I'm sure he'll go most round ones. To me, he's a round two player this year, but again, he's, he's going to finish around that 72 average mark. And at the end of the season, you'll be you'll feel happy you picked him. Second last guy in the overs is Luke Keary of the Sydney Roosters. Uh, halfback, 5'8", dual, 550k. Some people will say, why is that overs? That seems on the money or unders. To me, this is just a bet similar to how we've spoken to a couple of guys. Some guys are going to excel and propel this year. Some guys will take a little bit of a step down. And to me, at the Roosters, I think James Tedesco and Sam Walker in for bump-ups on the averages from last year which means Luke here will go just a little bit lower. And again, not too much. I think he's probably a 50 to 52 guy. But to me, at 550, there's other guys. Um, you know, we swear Matt Burn. Um, Matt Burn will speak about the next guy in the unders in a second. Around the same price point, I'd much rather them in their positions. So that's why Luke Keery, to me, just a tiny over, just because there's other guys in that team I'm just in unders and on the money for. So I had to put someone to their next tier there. Let's wrap it up. One more on each guy. Unders, uh, I think you know who it is. It's Luke Brooks of the Manly Sea Eagles. Halfback 5'8", dual, 560k. That's the floor. He was averaging 55 for the Tigers when they were struggling. He's now walking into a team that will has much better weapons, has much better stability, just everything about them. So Luke Brooks, I think, is a must. Now I'm hearing, there's a. it's funny how we zig and zag in um, the podcast and the socials for Supercoach because, you know, in the off-season, early, early in the off-season, when he signs for Manly, it's a must, it's a win, it's a great pickup. And now you're starting to get that bit of detractors going, actually, why do you think he's going to go that much better, go for these other guys? So we're, we're, it goes in roundabouts here, but I think I'm still on this train. Luke Brooks will be a great option at 560k. He's a, he's a jewel, so he gives you some flexibility as well. To me, that's his absolute four. His floor is a 56 in this team. I think he can push into that 62, 63 mark. So more about Luke Brooks. I think it'll be a very nice partner. Him, him and Garrick are potentially two of my favorite stacks this year. I think that's going to be really, really nice to have both of them. And I think the turbo Luke Brooks is, I think, the absolute must. But we'll obviously get that in our fullback one. Last guy on the money. Uh, if you hadn't heard of him, he was going to be one of them. Here he is on the money. Dylan Brown, 780K. I think he's in for a hardcore 2024, the Dylan Brown show. I'm not wavering. I think he's the best option in the Parramatta team over Gutho and over Mitch Moses. I just think of that 5'8 slot, no origin, plays most games. He's an absolute must for me this year. The way his season finished last year, he'll come back with a bang. He's got an absolute great floor on him. He's got a high ceiling. He's getting better. To me, one of the safer picks now, 780K. When you got those two other guns at halfback and you want to get Harry Grant and you want to get Caelan Ponga, makes it hard to squeeze him in. But yeah, he's just someone who will just, I think, absolutely shit out of 70. And I think it's just he will do really, really well for you. So Dylan Brown, I think, is uh, he's definitely a top six pick in a draft and in classic. If he turns into pod territory, it's going to be very, if he's sub 10% to start the season, I'll tell you what, it's going to be very hard to pass that up. You might need to break some teams to get him in there, because that sub-10%, if you can start the season with Dylan Brown and only 10% others do as well, and he goes big, they could get you on the right foot. So Dylan Brown is definitely on the watch list.
And the last guy we're going to talk about today in the overs, Jerome Luai of the Panthers, a tick under 600k at 590. Again, similar to how I've spoken. I just think it's Nathan Cleary. I think there's those CTWs that will get a lot of points. To me, he had a couple of big scores that last year have held that average up a little bit. I think he's more of that 53 to 55 mark, not a 58. So to me, just a little bit of a downgrade, similar to Luke Keary, but I think it's still a solid option. In draft, be obviously a great option in classic. Again, I think you can pay up for those other guys if you want to go and get yourself a gun, an extra 130K, or you want to go down and save about 50K and going into Brooks and Burton. So that is the 5-8 slot. Uh, guys, now I have said all offseason, it's a bit of a dribbles and drabs. As you've seen here, to forget 15 guys, we're going to talk about Dewey, Jaden Campbell, Nick Arima, the Raiders boys, the Tigers boys. So it is a bit drab. Um, I would obviously now really think about going. I think the Burton-Brooks combo is very appealing. I think going a Dylan Brown into a Luke Brooks, Dylan Brown into one of the Raiders boys is appealing. Uh, there's going to be many iterations. And I think this is going to be more once the app opens, we start seeing who are the guys getting picked uh, for round one and to see who's a pod play. I think that's where actually to go. I think if Dylan Brown is around that 25% mark, Cam Munster, Cody Walker, that's fine. I'll leave those there. But if any of those guys get into 10% territory and sub, it becomes very appealing to go pod into those two guys. Uh, but then obviously, like I said, Brooks, Burden. I think Mam is a sneaky one this year. Um guys that can really do your job there. So 5-8 is interesting. We'll be back with one more. Like I said, we'll do one more super pod. We'll do the the CTWs and the fullbacks in one and just knock that out because that's going to be a very fun because that's where I think we always want to try and get guns in those positions. Uh, and again, as we said throughout this whole series, there's certain guns you want to get in every position. You can't get them all. Like, as you saw in our first video, when the team picker opened and we're trying to just get, no one's been going hard and we couldn't even get the team filled. So... That's why the series after the new year, different iterations, different topics of how to pick teams. And you'll see different guys fall in there. You might go, oh, they look interesting in that team. Put them in your current team. It might save you a bit of coin or make it look even stronger. So we'll leave it there, guys. Thank you for listening. Get to the socials at the SE Halfback. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.